0: Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Mingre Nation Podcast. Welcome to it. Here's some new music, A different music. with uh, this and that over here. That's, that's what's going on. I apologize. Uh, it's a late night, ladies and gentlemen, uh, on, you know, here in, um, here at MGN HQ. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa. I was breaking the fourth wall over there. He's moving his camera around. I mm, thought that be just, sick. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I got my North Texas beanie on that I found. I bought it, and I found it in, like, you know, bag. Like, you know, here's the stuff that we bought. I should use it. So I'll put it on for the it podcast. It looks good. Yeah, I, I think you know, like you got the whole thing. You can't really see it right here. Whatever is it?
1: Because you have a green screen behind you, or?
0: uh yeah, it's the whole thing here. You know. Anyway, um, it's uh there's not a lot of news this time. I mean, there's there's two transfers, right? And we mentioned this last week on the on the show when we said, you know. We don't know who's gonna be it's difficult to talk about the team in spring especially given the current environment and whatever because you don't know what it's gonna be made up of right you know you don't know what what team you're gonna get and uh Jair shorter and Larry Nixon the third decided to enter their names in the transfer portal another guy that was uh um you know valuable last year cam robertson uh he went to s m u right so he did a Trey siggers
1: and
0: <laughs> hated SMU. <laughs> yeah, if you didn't hate him you know, before, you're going to hate him extra now. So, I mean, that's a problem, I guess, right? But, I mean, you, know, you, you got to, at the individual person level, right, you got to make the decision that's best for you. And for whatever reason, Jair Shorter felt, you know what? It's time to move on. And we knew that he was being courted as, I mean, as recently as the bowl game. You know, everybody was like, hey, you, you know, you caught – basically every time you every time you caught the ball it was a touchdown how about you catch touchdowns for us we'll get a guy to put it on your hands every time right and you know
1: yeah. i mean i'm sure it was a calculated decision i'm sure it's not we knew that offers were going to come his way he's yeah. a, a great player <clears throat> and you expect to you expect that to happen every year now with the transfer portal being what it is uh, but you hope that it doesn't happen to your best players. And that's kind of what, what's going on here is uh, Jair Shorter, our best offensive player maybe, um, especially among our receivers at least. And then um, Larry Nixon, our most productive defender left. Uh, yeah. Is, is
0: yeah, I mean, and it's difficult to kind of feel like, what what what's the impact going to be? because at the college football level one guy if you're not the qb is not that important right like it just you're you're not especially at a wide receiver like you can be a game-breaking wide receiver and I'm not saying that Jair Shorter is not a game-breaker guy he wouldn't have been valuable in this thing but it's easier to cover up for a wide receiver Trey Sigurd I mean not Trace siggers I have Trey siggers I'm reading his name uh for Jair Shorter especially given that North Texas played a good amount of time without him before. Right. Cause he was injured a lot and they're trying to get him back. Um, you know, like I think that you kind of know what life's like. It sucks. It's not good. It's, it's a net negative, but it's nothing to, you know, throw your season tickets way over. You know I mean, <laughs> you, you, it's yeah, going I mean, to be it's okay. It's time to get it's another not guy. horrible.
1: In. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. he is a difference maker on the field. He is, he is Jair Shorter. He makes he, when he's on the field, he catches for almost 700 yards and 13 touchdowns on 22 receptions. Yeah. He he is a difference maker, and I think that does hurt. It does make a difference on the, on the field.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's – the thing about – he's, like, he's so unique, right? He's, like, a unicorn-type dude because he's big, and he has downfield speed, and, like, you kind of knew that he was going to be special. And I think, you know, the staff's trying to get him on the field with Mason Fine. And, uh, you know, get him going deep so they can give him the ball. I think what, what you know, like in terms of like what the vision was and even his actual production, and you look at the numbers, you're like, well, oh, that's very productive, very productive wide receiver. And then you look at what could have been. It didn't match up, right? Like could he have put up some Jalen Darden type numbers? Maybe. Maybe. If he was healthy and yeah, if he had the right yeah. quarterback, sure. Yeah, well, I mean, Jalen Darden did it with Austin Lani too. Right,
1: and that's just the difference in the type of players they were. You know, like yeah, J- Jalen Darden was the safety valve, while uh, Jair Shorter is the big play guy.
0: Um, I mean, yeah. So you say that, and I know what you're talking about. But like, Jalen Darden was uh, the number one receiver in his last year here, right? He caught all the yeah, passes. He yeah. was He's an NFL eight, level. Eighteen, nineteen touchdowns. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, he's NFL quality receiver. So he changes he changes the game for the team. You know, that guy that you, you dump it off to, and he can break it for a touchdown. That kind of guy. Yeah, uh, so
0: it's... Here, here's the other thing, right? Uh, I think it's Carrie Franklin at UTSA transferred also. So, you know, in terms of, you know, uh, like, are we keeping up with the Joneses? Or in this case, the Taylors? Or Trailers, right? It's trailer. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Are we drinking some apple juice there? Is that what that is? Is that what you keep in that glass?
1: Yeah, some uh, fermented... Uh, <laughs> What did
0: they make this out of? I don't know. Um, it's scotch. <laughs> that looks good. Fermented peat. You know, I wonder if I could get one of my kids to bring me scotch right now. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so, 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 uh, before you, before you, before you, I just want to say, look, I am not that pressed about it, about Jair shortly. I, I felt like he was going, he's had one foot out the door anyway. And, you know, like I said, I think he would have been special in this, in this, Offense, he would have done what he did right last year, stretch the defense. But, I mean, here's the thing, right? That there was a lot of times where it was frustrating to see him so wide open and him, like, drop the ball.
1: Drop the ball. Yeah, no, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's not back-breaking for us for yeah. a guy like Shorter to leave uh, just because of the system, and, and we can mask that, like you said. But I do think it will hurt we'll, well somebody will step up though we got a guy like Jamori Macklin I I'm gonna hang my hat on him and say that he's gonna be awesome
0: yeah, be like get your hat off me bro uh and then <laughs> and then so like you got was it the Cleveland dude right from from Texas Tech like here's here's the thing right you always need guys you need guys all the time you can't just have an guy right you can't just be like well this is the guy gonna take us to the next step because it's all we can get you need more if you have a guy get another guy and then find another one after that somebody this is football somebody's gonna get hurt somebody's not gonna play well uh, somebody's gonna you know need a talking to on the bench you can't just have one level right uh, you need yeah. somebody that, that can push them and you know it, it, the team is big like we said before I, I hope Jerry Shorter goes on becomes a doctor cures some diseases whatever and catches 100 touchdowns a year right for for the rest of his days playing football but i mean he decided to leave that's it you
1: know yeah i get it. like it he's gone he's got offers already larry nixon's got offers already and it's gonna it's gonna hurt but um amid a I, I think my worry is that a mid-major like us has to be able to rely on at least one guy to be that that dude like jalen darden was um it could be oscar attaway, it could be one of the running backs I don't know yet, but we do have to have that proven player, and right now we don't have that proven player. It's just well, this, potential.
0: That's, that's where I'll challenge you a little bit, right? And I'll say that I don't know that Jair Shorter was a proven kind of player where you're like, okay, this is the dude that's gonna carry us. I mean, I'm saying like, I, don't, I you know, I'm, we're not in the long run. We don't know who's who's a leader and encouraging people and whatever. But that's what I'm saying is like it's it's almost never a wide receiver. You know what I mean? Like there's very few times you're like, well, this team is led by the star wide receiver. It just For be, us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm saying the na- well, yeah. <laughs> but like the nature of football is that like, you know, a, a receiver catches the ball what? twelve times a game and that's a great game, you know what I mean? I think the sure. record is like thirty in a game or something ridiculous, yeah. You know? That a running back you can carry the ball thirty times a game. It's not ridiculous. A quarterback can throw the ball seventy times a game if you want it. And so it, I'm just I'm just saying it's, it's a little hard to say. Oh yeah, the uh, the receiver. That's their guy that's leading us here. But you know, like I said, I don't I want to just disagree to disagree. But I see I understand what you're getting at.
1: I'm I'm mad. I'm <laughs> mad. I'm just gonna drown my sorrows.
0: Um. Consider, did you see that uh, Dwayne McBride got drafted in the, th- was it fifth round? Fifth, seventh round. It was the seventh round, wasn't it? Seventh round, yeah. Round seven, fifth pick. The 222nd pick by the Vikings. What does that mean for yeah. you? I mean, it was a good uh, day I was
1: out <laughs> of town. I, just, I didn't get to watch beyond the first, first round.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm, uh, I'm not... I'm not 19 anymore. I used to watch draft a lot more closely. Um, you know, it's it's not as compelling as it once was to me. Uh, where I'm, you know, like oh, Carl Brooks, sixth round, second pick. That's a big pick from Bowling Green. I'm, I'm not doing that anymore. Um, you know, like I, I think it's another year where you know North Texas didn't really get anybody. You know, drafted into the league. It's one of those things that is a streak that we don't like. That is still still carrying. I saw Southern Miss got somebody drafted again, uh, but your favorite guy, Austin he's in rookie camp with the Atlanta Falcons. So good luck to that dude. We would. Yeah, good luck, Austin Clayton Toon got drafted out of Houston. Uh, you know his brother went uh, went to North Texas. Saw him at a bar once. You know, and then as you do, um, you know. I think that's about it. Yeah,
1: it's, dra- it oh, I was going to comment on what you were saying about about that draft dra- draft drought that mm-hmm. yeah, uh I guess Darden was the was the one to to break it uh before Cody Spencer in what was it 2007?
0: Yeah, but I'm, there's still like a lack of Yeah, there was no this year. Yeah.
1: Yeah, this year I was like has there been anybody <laughs> talked about for the draft? And no, there was nobody that we talked about. In years past, we've been like, oh, this guy, you know, yeah, he might get drafted, or this other guy, Mason Fine, he might get drafted. But uh, there's nobody we talked about. It's
0: it's kind of weird because like North Texas is pretty good at producing running backs, and running backs are pretty devalued. You know, like if if this was 1996, Dwayne McBride goes a lot earlier. Um, you know, but it, it's, you know, you're like, why well, you don't take a running back high. It's the, the accepted wisdom now. Right. Um, so, I mean, you know, we, it is what it is. Uh, and then quarterback, we've had a quarterback problem. So quarterbacks are not going to go very high. And then at this level, right. in the AAC conference USA, you're not going to get a whole lot of highly drafted, um, you know, quarterbacks. Uh, but your guy, Rush, uh, Rashi Rice out of Smooth. Yep. He went to the Chiefs. Uh, was that's it th- second round? Yeah, a lot of talent over there. You know, unfortunately in SMU. Um, so th- there's draft talk. You know, I just wanted to mention that because it did happen. There was a draft. Uh, they picked some players. They didn't pick anybody out of North Texas. Unfortunately, that's what we're getting at. Does it make you sad? Did you, it, you, it
1: does make me sad. It was expected. I think. I think we'll do better coming up next year at least
0: oh yeah who who you think is getting drafted? Well, I was gonna say Jair
1: shorter, but thats no longer <laughs>
0: <laughs> i mean i i think I think some of this is a little bit about getting into the spot right the draft kind of position uh it's it's let me go somewhere a little bit more bigger this that and the other, and we'll see what's up right um you know i i whatever i I don't hate it. I think he's put a big numbers here in North Texas. He wants a little bit of a bigger spotlight he's getting you know a chance to be recruited again you know I, I really don't think it's it's a bad thing I'm, I'm a fan of the transfer portal uh in a sense and you know like i think i think you just go ahead and professionalize a lot of it get them in a, a nice contract and all that other good stuff and then uh, that'll clean up a lot of the questions everybody's that everybody has or a lot of the uh the um uh, concerns that people have you know so yeah
1: whatever. yeah and but beyond, you know, the the offensive skill players, I can't think of because I think most of them are, are underclassmen. I I don't know enough about the interior line, both on offense and and defense to to say if they could make a splash next year in the draft or anybody on defense.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm racking my brain thinking about the roster. There's nobody that stands out as like this guy is going to the draft or he's very draftable. There's a lot of stuff where you have to be again at this level right, you have to be so good that you just, you just pop off the page, and then they start saying, well, you know, he didn't do it in the SEC, but, you know, like, it's the thing is, like, if you got an NFL dude and put him in Conference USA or put him in the AAC, they would look so much better, right, because there's a lot of talent, but they just, they they stand out extra, right, and you think about, like, uh, you said, Rishi Rice, right, you look at, think about Jalen Darden, um. Uh, you know, a couple of the dudes from, like, Louisiana Tech, a couple of dudes from UTSA, they stood out where you're like, that guy is bigger, stronger, faster, more impactful than everybody else around him. Like, it's just clear. And uh, North Texas had a little bit of that with the Murphy Twins, right? They were just like, man, those guys are wreaking havoc, right? A little bit like that with, uh, you know, Jeff Wilson. Like, this dude is just sprinting away from people, putting up big numbers. He's hard to tackle, that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, Bailey Zappi pops off the page, pops off the page nationally, that kind of thing. So, um, it's obvious, I I think, you know, the little eye test, you know, you're not, you're not looking down at the, at the second team of, uh, of like a middle Tennessee or something like that. Like, I don't know, that guy's kind of good there, right? You know, it, it stands out. I don't, I don't know that North Texas put up enough numbers last year outside of Jerry Shorter. And we we talked about that. Like he has... Next level ambitions. He has a he has next level like gifts. And I think what he needs, and this might be why he's going somewhere else, is he needs the kind of coaching to work on those details, right? Because the kind of passes he was getting here, those are you should catch that passes in the NFL, right?
1: Yeah. And I think, I think he, he needs a school with better presence. You know, Uh, I don't think North Texas. Has the ability, or at least the push, to 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 convince people to draft their players, while a team like SMU, La Tech, UTSA can even even UTEP with uh, Hernandez a few years ago, they can. And Aaron jo- Aaron Jones can't forget about him either.
0: I yeah, I mean, so uh, they were like Aaron Jones, a little bit pop off the page kind of guy. And then I think Will Hernandez, like the the coach, right? He was on an NFL squad and he was pushing for him. He's like this guy's NFL squad guy so you're right like you know you kind of have a connection there I mean North Texas has NFL dudes right Patrick Copley played in the NFL uh, he's an NFL kind of guy uh, you know yeah. back
1: we're, we're losing guys to the portal and we have we have staff changeover now I think I think we gotta wait a little bit before we can talk about it again
0: yeah which is fine step one win the league <laughs> you know and then you put guys in the NFL oh but, okay yeah <laughs> but <laughs> goal number one beat everyone else beat everybody yeah Call up Nick Saban, tell him you're gonna beat him. No, so I mean, uh, th- that's what follows, right? Like y- you play well, and then you're like, okay, you're good enough. We can see that because you won the league, and now we're gonna, um, you know, draft your players. Um, all that said, North Texas has put guys in the NFL, but the the draft thing is kind of the the thing, this like the thing that stands out. Um, you know. Uh, We talked about Darden, and, you know, he kind of bounced around at the bottom of uh, uh, Tampa Bay's roster uh, for a little bit. I don't know exactly where he is right now, but Jalen Guyton got Um, re-signed. There's a few guys that are in the NFL. Jeff wilson just got a big contract, right, for Miami. Mm -hmm. They're out there doing their thing, right? So, good for them. Um, You know, speaking of Oscar Attaway, I saw he tweeted, the football team will be present at the big thing the celebration tomorrow. Will you be there? Are you gonna be at the celebration?
1: Yeah, I'm planning on being in there. Uh unless something happens where I gotta go be dad or something. I am planning on, on going.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be at five PM uh at East Side in Den. I think that's what Eastside? I Yeah, that's what I heard. So and that's also like later on that night that's where uh uh Tyler Perry's gonna announce his transfer destination. He's got a little little thing with the the uh Field of sixty eight dudes. Look at him! Look at yeah. him making some noise.
1: Do you have any uh, fanfare music on your on your thingy? Uh,
0: say fanfare. <laughs> I got. I don't know. This I have to put is you fan You butt. I got breaking news. <laughs> that's <all I> got. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Yeah. He said to announce at eight thirty tomorrow.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's. I don't know. Like I don't know how I feel about that. Like, I'm, am I going to tune in for it? I don't know. Like, I mean, sort of maybe. I don't know. It, it just feels like, like technically, North Texas is sort of a possibility, but he's he's going somewhere else, right? I think he narrowed I mean, it he's down. He's got
1: to be. Yeah, if if he's got offers from Florida and from Kansas State, uh, those have got to be the two top places that that he should go to. Like, I I don't I would not turn down Florida if Florida offered me. Did
0: he? Did he officially? Rule out Texas Tech yet? I hadn't seen that in the last. I don't think week.
1: so. No, no. I think his yeah. he's got a list of four: Texas Tech, Kansas State, Florida, and obviously the fourth one didn't move the needle. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember.
0: Um, I'm sorry, texting my texting my wife. Um, so all right, so like, I I don't know that. Yeah, you know, I don't know that we we care so hard. Uh would I like him to be back then? Of course everybody would. I think he's gonna move on, I think everybody's excited for him. Um he's gonna be at the celebration, so that's cool. So that's a little little hurrah. A little one more time, uh NIT celebration. I was wearing my NIT championship shirt that I got. I ordered online. Nice. I'm walking around the city here. People gotta give me a triple take. Like <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. My kid was a national <laughs> invitational It's just one invitation national invitation tournament did,
1: champions did you, wear, did you wear it aggressively walking yeah around out there? yeah I what
0: went I w- went into what? shops and stuff you know I was like oh, let me get a, <laughs> let me get do a it chest rub nice. you know yeah 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 so uh, that's fine it's gonna be one more time so I wish I could be there I can't obviously I'm not gonna drive 10 hours to get to get to the the thing um yeah i mean you know i'll I'll have a beer here maybe i don't know like this is to you and then celebrate and drink it um i don't know is it good luck because remember i I said at the start of season i broke my my uh uh, fight song beer mug i've yet to replace it we have two it was one for me one for my wife you know i'd kind of try to drink out of it during north texas games but it broke the start of season and then i think we lost that game or something i was like this is a bad omen they won the NIT for it. So I think I got to buy one every year and break it. <laughs> that's, that's the plan.
1: There you go, right at the beginning of the, the year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Does that sound like a plan? Everybody is that, does that sound realistic. I got to find a picture of it. I'll put it up on the YouTube right here. So everybody can look at it.
1: So you're the reason we lost so Bad at St. Mary.
0: Yeah, I think so. Either I gave them the flu or the karma of breaking the the thing, you know, affected them. Um, you know, uh, so th- there's that, there's the basketball talk. Uh, I think Greg has been tweeting. We need some guys, right? <laughs> Are we going to get some transfer portal dudes right now? The basketball team or the staff is being, you know, like filled out. That's, that's step one. I think I'm not too worried about it. Like, obviously I think, um, I'd like to see some movement. If I recall though, I don't remember that North Texas really moved early. I think they. They always wait for the the right pieces right they're not they're not really looking to jump in early and get those guys that everybody's trying to get uh for better or worse right so i'm not I'm not really too worried about that um so there there you go there there's that um what else you got man
1: about basketball
0: about anything about north texas hmm, <laughs> <think> <laughs> hmm. north texas that 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 place in denton yeah <laughs>
1: Uh, I mean, the biggest things we're, we're going to talk um, on my mind were uh, Larry Nixon and uh, Jair Shorter and losing Cam Robertson. I mean, those those are productive, lots of production that, that that's going to be replaced. And you got to depend on on the coach to, like you were you mentioning, is replace that production, find find a guy that can do what they can do. Um, I think we uh, I saw JD was was posting about somebody we were hosting from TCU.
0: I don't remember his name yeah it's like a wide receiver or something like that yeah I mean yeah I, I, again I, I think that it's all speculative right now it's one of those things like the the staff the recruiting team they're doing the hard work right now right and that's not like public work Um, you know it, it's the thing where they they gotta send the right text messages they gotta shake the hands firmly right make sure their hands are clean make sure they smell good <laughs> talk yeah, with and them they, they're yeah they're busy too yeah. you know
1: it's not that they're not recruiting out there it's their players and and prospects have been tweeting about hey i've got an offer i got an offer i got an offer both both at the high school level and the transfers from junior colleges and uh fortunately from big schools like like tcu
0: yeah and so yeah it's all the relationship building and i mean it's not really a spectator kind of sport. I know it, it, for a long time people have followed it and, and speculated about it on, on the internet and in message boards and stuff, but it really is just the kind of thing where you're like, are they doing a good job of doing it? We'll see. We shall see. Right now, they, it sounds like it. Once they sign on the line that's dotted, right, to steal a phrase from a famous movie, then we'll know, right? That's, that's the job to get them to sign on the line that's dotted, right? All the stuff, the memes, the pictures, the funny tweets, whatever. Get good players to sign on the line to play for North Texas. That's what matters, right? All the rest, whatever. You hosted the right guy, cool. You hired the the prettiest uh, recruiting coordinator, amazing. You know, the funniest tweets in the world, awesome. Sign good players, you know?
1: Yeah, and, and something that I hadn't thought about before and uh, right after the McCarney era was the fact that that our high school recruiting had has gotten better. Like I heard with McCarney that there was absolutely no presence there. That they were like, well, no, no Texas never visited us, and and Latrell made an effort to go and do that to to reestablish those connections or establish them, uh, period. Uh, and it looks like that is continuing with uh, this regime. So that's that's good to see. It's comforting that that we're just not going to do well and hopefully um i think where was he connected to central texas is is that where he's going to be recruiting a lot from because we no we talked about McCartney in beast texas and and latrell and in the oklahoma area and i feel like eric morris is, is hitting central texas
0: yeah well i'll say that a lot of those things right like if if you read some of that, i think the athletic likes to come out with them but a lot of a lot of uh, sort of tell all, like, hey, we gave 10 coaches, you know, some anonymity, and we asked them to gossip, you know, uh, and, you know, they're like, oh, they, they don't ever talk to me, Not really they don't ever talk to me, that's what, that's basically what they're doing, you know, whatever, I take all of that with a large amount of salt, a very salty pretzel, um, and, you know, whatever, like, I think, you, I've heard it, I heard it both ways, right, I heard, South Luttrell, he does a great job talking to coaches. But then these guys, oh, he doesn't talk to coaches. We also heard North Texas couldn't get no talent in there. But then we also heard North Texas has a lot of talent. North Texas Trail should be doing better. It's like, it. which is it? I, I think that Texas, the state of Texas is a big state. And you can't make everybody feel special, right? You can't make all of the guys, you know, you can't spend all your all your recruiting time with the one coach and let them tell you stories and let yeah, them pick it. some plays you, for you and all that stuff, yeah. So yeah, I, I think whoever's not getting the attention, they're going to do a little pouting and they're going to do a little talking to the athletic next time, you know, Vanini comes around or whatever. And then that's all fine. And so I, mostly, yeah, I think you, you have relationships, like you're saying. You have relationships where you have them. And, you know, I... Eric Morris had relationships sort of central South Texas. He said that was a recruiting area when he was at tech and he saw a lot of talent, a lot of untapped talent. So he wanted to get at that, you know, whatever, man. Again, I don't really care as long as long as they're good players. You can get them from Oklahoma. You can get them from Wyoming, man. Bring them in here. Let's throw some touchdowns, right? Wearing green and white yeah, or green and black, whatever.
1: (laughs) And I feel like, a lot of the relationship building has to come from, it doesn't have to come from, but I, you want to have a presence presence in DFW. You yeah. want to have people know who North Texas is, and you have you're having to fight TCU, you're having to fight SMU for that for that right, and, and occasionally OU and and Texas as well. So it's it's a big fight, um, but you would think that that uh, some some place like North Texas in the city of Denton could create a recruiting pipeline from guy or could create a re- recruiting pip- pipeline from Ryan. And I don't know if we've established that. And so that's kind of like a, what are we doing there kind of thing? And I'm sure that they're not trying. It's not that they're not trying. They're having to fight off a whole bunch of other schools. So um, that is a whole other conversation in, in the back of my head about like, what is UNT doing about becoming part of Denton where, where I still see, you know, going around town and stuff is here's Denton and here's UNT. And, and there's not a lot of intermixing there. So, so it's, uh, it, as a, as an alum and, and somebody that lived there for, for a while, you, you want to see that change.
0: Yeah. I'll say this a couple things, right. About like SMU and TCU, like TCU has long had Fort Worth. Right. And like, if you're kind of familiar with like Dallas Fort Worth, that, you know, I always say that people think of Dallas, Dallas, Fort Worth is all together. But as you, it is, but then you zoom in closer and then you realize, oh, wait, uh, you know, you're not always, if you're hanging out in Dallas, you're not typically hanging out in Fort Worth. If you're hanging out in Fort Worth, you're not always in Dallas. And you even got some of those people like, yeah oh, this ain't, Fort Worth ain't Dallas. You know, I don't go to Dallas, I go to Fort Worth. Or, oh, I'm in, I'm in, was it? Uh, I go to Fort Worth. Yeah, I go to Addison, yeah. whatever. You know, what everybody has their little niches and whatever. And. TCU for a long time has had Fort Worth, right? It's the University of Fort Worth, basically, and you know they've had a lot of T-shirt fans, a lot of people you know liked them for one reason or another, knew some people there. I think the the private school aspect of both TCU and SMU gives them a leg up in certain ways because they got private money, they got more money, right? They can do some, they can move easier than a North Texas can, right? Um, they can court big donors, they can, they don't have to get. You know, approval. It's not. It, there's. They oh, can yeah, move sure. differently. Yeah, and I think all that said. There's not a whole lot of students, people that went to SMU. They you watch them on TV. Same thing with like Fort TCU is. They're they're hitting the highs right now, right? They their basketball team was good. They obviously went to the national championship game. You know, they're riding in high. Uh, and the, but th- this has been a twenty thirty year journey for them, right? They're in the Mountain West. I remember vividly driving around Fort Worth. And then you know they were talking about yeah you know like TCU is a big game because Texas Tech is coming to Amgen Carter and you know like uh, season ticket packages where all the other games except this one this was a special one and then you know it got flipped now TCU is a big time school right they spent a long time working on this um, you know building the stadium building the fan base developing the relationships and so yeah North Texas has to begin that journey it has to start yesterday right Was the the thing about a tree right when's the best time to plant a tree 30 years ago and then the second best time is today <laughs> you know right now is that yeah
1: <laughs> i get that and and you know you know you and i have been fans for what is it now almost 20 years uh sure yeah i guess yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> I almost 20 years and it's um, getting old <laughs> about to be oh, man. Our 20th season and turn then, on the you know, we, turn on the black and white TV to watch him. <laughs> Lance Dunbar in the side of the TV. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, we want what's best for the school, right? We want them to be successful. We want us to win the national championship, be the best team of all time. And um, we we watch ourselves, you know, retrospectively and say, how did we get to this point after twenty years that we've been there? And then we watch a school like UTSA, which we feel like they don't deserve it. Like we deserve it, because they've only been in the F- on the FBS level for a certain yeah. amount of time. They don't even have their own facilities, their own stadium. Uh, they just approved their like their own practice field facility. Uh, so how are they having those successes while we're here doing the same things we've been doing for a while? We've been improving offensively and stuff. We've been improving our facilities. We've been doing this. We've been doing all the right things, but it has not translated to. A bigger football landscape. Basketball has been doing great, but in terms of football, we don't have the same nor- notoriety that a small, another small school like UTSA has built up in the last few years.
0: Yeah, I, I always like. I, I've been thinking about this, right? Like, uh, it's kind of. I've been thinking about entertainment and just like as the thing. It's like basketball, like the whole thing is just entertainment, right? Like you go to see the basketball team; it's just entertain. It's a pastime, right? And we kind of get involved in the storyline or whatever, but it really is just. Entertainment, right? That's it. It's like a TV show. It's like a play. It's all that it is
1: expensive
0: entertainment. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but that's also part of the the thing, right? Like the the cell, uh, and it's one of those things where, like, I remember when I was a kid, and I was watching like wrestling, and I knew it was fake, right? I knew it was fake, but I'd still watch the Royal Rumble, and I still cared, and I knew it was fake, and I cared, and I knew it was fake, and I cared, and I you know at the same time I could hold those two thoughts, and then it kind of flipped again. Like, you know, like I guess I just got older. You know, trying to get a girlfriend and not just watching Razor Ramon or something, you know. Uh, and then I it, just like I can't watch this. <laughs> it just it's it's fake. It just it fl- I know some people are still kind of watching or whatever. I'm not saying don't. All I'm saying is that for me, I couldn't anymore. I'm just like it's it's not real. Like the thing that that held me turned in it turned into yeah. grouchy old man. Well, I guess yeah. When I was in middle school, yeah, it turned into. Mm-hmm. But it, it just like it was less and less. Entertainment for me, but it's just entertainment. There's there's a quality about it, though, right? Like you can be involved in it, and now you think about the draft and all this other stuff. Like it can be uh captivating. And it's fun, right? You know, you watch like the the um basketball or something like that, and, and when your team is out there doing it, it's it seems like it's the only thing that matters. And when they're not, it seems impossible, right? Like, and I think for like I'm I'm a San Antonio Spurs fan for. So for a long, long time the Spurs were in the playoffs, right? I would text my friends, like with the first time we the Spurs didn't make the playoffs, I was like, How do y'all do this all the time, right? Like what do you do in May? I gotta text you guys. You guys are you guys are used to it, right? <laughs> Basketball season for you ends in uh you know, in April, right? It doesn't go on anymore. May and June for us, uh, we keep we keep we keep watching. Anyway, um so I was watching like the Kings and Warriors play, right? Like the Kings, they they. You're speaking of twenty years ago, I remember when the Kings were a team, you know, that you cared about, and they've been terrible for a long, long time. But you know, it's just entertainment, and and you know, I think you you kind of question some things, like why do I do this? Why do am I caring about this team? I'm am I getting the quality entertainment that I want to? It's sort of like watching a show that sucks, <laughs> you know. It's like a here I am watching Young and Restless, and the, man, they got the some terrible terrible writers. <laughs> Like why, you know, and people ask you, why do you put yourself through it? I think the thing is like, that's different about sports is that it's like a community about it, right? Like you get to go, you know, I, I, we like to go to the first home game uh, uh, and then and then other games, but definitely the first home game. And we like to go to a road game. It's like our family thing, but also we go, you know, beginning of the year and we see old friends, right? Hang out with you, your family right now that you got bigger family and, you know, I have kids, uh, and then we see people we used to hang out with. It's it's really just a reason and excuse to to hang out with people again, right? It's a connection thing. Yeah, so, yeah.
1: At, at the superficial level, yeah, it's it's entertainment to to watch a game. But I think yeah. people like you and I take it to the next level. Yeah, and it's more than than that superficial entertainment of hanging out and what and who, yeah. whoever is playing is playing.
0: Yeah, and I think the thing is like the answer to the question, like, why do you care? Cause I think it's more fun, right? Like it's an investment, right? If you go, if you put a thousand dollars into it, then you're going to get a bigger return when it hits, right? If you just put $10, you're not going to get that much, right? So that's what it is. When, um, I was telling my kid this, right? I grew up a Spurs fan and I saw him struggle and they saw him lose. I saw him lose to, like the Rockets, whatever, and the Spurs at the time were a team like they're never good enough. They're never gonna get over the hump. But all that watching them fall and felt falling short in like 1999, right? Yeah, you know, I was a kid when they finally did it, right? When they overcame that, it was amazing. You know, there's nothing like that anymore. They won again in 0-3. It wasn't like it. And by like 2014, when they won again, it was more like ah, good because you know I don't like losing against the Heat. But there's nothing like that first one. It, point is that that all that investment all that time and all that watching it was you know i got it all back and you start chasing it again you want it um it's coming up on 10 years since uh north texas won the hard dallas bowl huh? yeah <laughs> that's great so i was thinking about that the other day and uh yeah so the same same different deal right like i was thinking about man, 10 years has gone by quick that uh all the, you don't want to waste time. I think you start understanding why some of the older alums are like, what are we doing? We're just spinning our wheels. We just got to do it already. Also, you can see why they just kind of have resigned themselves to it. They're like, I've seen this same story.
1: (laughs) This is what it is. Yeah.
0: And say, wait, don't tell me coach is going to come in. He thinks this place is going to be a monster. Just wait. Okay. (laughs) We'll (laughs) we'll see. All we got to do is get money. More money. Okay. All right. I, I get it. I get it. Um, it's, you know, like, I think the answer to the question is like, I don't know that UTSA has done anything super special, right? Like They
1: haven't. They haven't.
0: No. Well, well, like, I think that's part of the frustration. Yeah. like you. Well, I mean, like, USF, remember when they were, they went to the number two in the country. They were number two team in the country. I remember that. And they had, they're like, they just started like 10 years ago. It's amazing. USF ain't nobody. Nobody cares about no USF anymore. Right? Well, I mean, you know, they sort of care, but. Like uh, that's the thing about like football history is that there's a lot of good periods and there's a lot of just meh periods, even Alabama, right? They had a lot of crap seasons, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I just want to have a good stretch. I don't think we've had a good stretch in a while. Uh,
0: yeah. I mean, and I think that's the part, right. Is like, what is this good stretch for us look like? I mean, I guess it was 10 years ago. It was Dan McCartney going to the bowl game, winning a bowl championship. He called it. Um,
1: yeah. Well, and then having an exciting team like that was an exciting team. And then we had Mason Fine for ha- uh for probably two seasons. Uh, sir,
0: team. the last two years were record-setting offenses, right? Yeah, no, there was those the most <laughs> the most five hundred plus yard te- uh games in school history. Like eight of them were by Seth Latrell. Also, yeah, a championship and, game appearance by Mister Latrell, twice. yeah well I mean I'm saying just last year championship game I saw I I saw you there (laughs) you got scope creep man you just you know you won excitement that was exciting watching them kick off in the championship game no I get what you're saying I'm just being I'm being obtuse
1: Uh, yeah it's just can we just win something please and we've gotten plenty of opportunities I can't believe that in the last 20 years we won how many ball games two yeah I think. Yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah
0: know how many opportunities? Yeah, we we've we've won zero bowl games uh since since then. The uh um uh, Dan McCartney win the bowl championship, <laughs> heart of Dallas Bowl. Uh since then no, I, meant, I meant zero. Since two two thousand four. Twenty years uh, ago, yeah. We've
1: won what,
0: two? I thought it was just one. I thought it was just the the, the twenty fourteen D- one.
1: Daryl Dickey. Didn't
0: he win one? He won. I, I thought he won, and then Dan McCartney won.
1: Right, those two. That's what I'm counting.
0: Okay, two. okay, I, I got you. I got you. I thought you said since then we won two. No, since uh, then we won one. During okay. that span. Sorry. I got you. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, again, I, it, this is the part I was talking about, like, it's like a soap opera, right? Like, um, you know, I think they still show The Younger and Restless. I don't know. I remember, like, that being on, like, during the summer. It was still on. My mom was like, I think my mom used to watch this. Said, you know, like... It's just an ongoing thing. It's one of those things, like dad soap opera, I guess, to be a little gendered here, is like the sports team, you know, and then mom soap opera is the the actual soap opera. Yeah, uh, hey, I, I used was. to
1: watch those telenovelas with my mom.
0: Yeah, well, yes, yeah, so I'm saying so. Like at a certain point, you're like, it just kind of keeps going, uh, and then like the the in season mythology is kind of long. It's, it's sort of like that. Now, like, did you know Nathan Toon? I uh, used to play quarterback for North Texas back when uh, you know there's Todd Dodge there, and Todd Dodge's son, you know, he coached those. you know it's whatever, You just kind of keep keep doing that kind of thing, right? It happens. Uh, at some point you become that guy. Uh let me th- did you know um
1: I am that guy already.
0: It, so 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 you, you see that but then so like UTSA, it's a new show. It just started. And it you know, there's a long it, they just only had like three, four coaches. They can count the number of coaches they had in like on in one hand, right? It was the Coker, then it was the uh, Frank Wilson, Wilson, and that's this guy. Just the three dudes, mm. right? We had it, there's a it, football just doesn't stop. It keeps going, right? Uh, you they've they've only had the one quarterback that was good. Um, you know what do we what do we know about quarterbacks that they graduate and they move on? You can give him a lot of nil m- money, and this guy's gonna be there ten years, but at some point he's gonna have to retire. Either because he's thirty five years old, or because finally they're gonna run out of things for him to study. It's cool, you know. Mm. <laughs> um, and so, yeah. You know, but I, I guess I'm taking a longer view. It's like, you know, you're winning now, but will you keep winning? I don't think that UTSA as a program is necessarily better off than North Texas. I think they have a better relationship with the city than we do, but that's also yeah, by 100%. but. but a lot of those people are around because it was the startup program, right? It started in 2011. So this is year 13 now for them. Maybe they're on fire for the program. They bought season tickets, but some of them have kids. Some of them now have grandkids. You know, it's, it's a different relationship now. So the other people come up, uh, you know, you have to keep it going. You have to keep buying new fans, keep making new fans. Um, and it's the same like question North Texas has, right? Like, we were there at a certain time period, and we're fans, but North Texas has to make new fans, right? In addition to us, we're yeah, a cohort. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And for the sake of the conference, you know, I hope that they do. UTSA does build up their facilities, get their gets their own stadium, and all that stuff. Um, and hopefully, you know, we should be all, all be getting more money, elevated, <laughs> elevated funds from you know AAC bowl wins and stuff that that gets spread around. They get to better bowls. So, for the sake of the league, I hope they all get get good facilities, but I hope they lose every single game for the rest of their lives. We um, we are, we are it, not
0: rivals in the shiniest <laughs> facility. Yeah, I mean, you you need that kind of thing. I don't know. I, I, you you need. It. I, I was the reason I was looking at this is because I was looking at like some soccer stuff, right? Like, uh, and my friend likes to text talk some mess. That, that stuff goes back hundred a hundred years, right? It, it it's ridiculous. Like, uh, I was watching right now, I was like, I sat down, and my kid was crying, so we came upstairs to the office, and I was like, come on, you're going to calm down and watch this. And it was like a soccer game on. Turns out it was like a, the 2013-14 Copa del Rey final. I was like, I remember watching this game, and it was a big deal, it's, you know, but it, that was 10 years ago <laughs> No, like, you know, that there have been other matches, there have been other important uh, Classico games, you know, between Real Madrid and Barcelona, and, uh, there will be more long after I remember at the time feeling like that one mattered so much and it did, but it didn't, you know, it, it mattered so much. It was amazing. And then it doesn't. Right. And, uh, I don't, I'm, I'm kind of being philosophical here, I guess right now, but, um, North, we got a good coach. We got to invest, go all in. Don't be afraid to go all in. It matters. And then it doesn't matter. Right. It's important that we do yeah, it. But then,
1: but I I think we still need that relationship with the city like San Antonio has with, uh, with UTSA. And I just don't feel it because I don't know. I don't know why.
0: Well, I, I I, I think that that's the nature of Denton. And this is, so I know I'm kind of rambling on. I do have a point. And then this thing is that like, you might not see the the payoff of it. Right. But, um, start building those things right now. And that's the part I'm talking to people that have the ability that you're in Denton and you can do it. Uh but, if you're not in then I mean, I don't know like it's it's kind of a quirky relationship that it has it also makes Denton what it's what it is, it makes North Texas what it is, and in some ways, you're changing that if you try to make it something else, right, like people that care about sports maybe that you don't choose North Texas, maybe you choose North Texas because nobody cares about sports the same way, and you're trying to get somewhere different, you know, yeah, you see what yeah, I'm saying. And-
1: I think the inroads right now is with basketball. Basketball is more approachable. The, the team is more approachable than, than the football team. And th- that's just the nature of it, right? Of yeah. College football versus college, college basketball. And then, um, but they're hosting the, an, an IT celebration tomorrow at Eastside. Eastside is an iconic Denton lo- location. So it's uh, it's a good step towards that. I, you know, you remember hearing about Skladani and, and uh, McCartney going out to Eastside to have a drink after a big win. So it needs to be more of that, I feel. Like, um, well, I would say... intentional interaction. Can I, can
0: I point out the obvious? After a big win, and they're celebrating the NIT championship, I feel like you have something to win and to celebrate, then Denton would be excited to celebrate. But like right now, what are yeah. you going to say? Hey, let's celebrate the football thing. What, what are we celebrating? Well, you know, they... They didn't lose by too much, I guess, in the championship game. Or... We went to the championship game. <laughs> yeah, hang a banner for that. We yeah. appeared at the, at the championship game. Um,
1: no, yeah, I, I get it, and yeah. and that's that's part of it. But you know, it's not like we've gone winless. We yeah. we have won games, and why not have them just come on down to East Side after after a game? Like that is the the ritual: is after a win, go to East Side, have some beers, interact with the fans. And then and then become more of an ambassador uh, for the university that way you Denton and UNT become uh, synonymous. it almost sounds cliche, but you know it's a college town. Make it feel like Denton is is unT
0: yeah, I, I think you're right, right and that, that's that's the stuff that like, I dislike a lot of the professionalism. Uh, the separation of it, like the more we get to see behind the scenes of like stuff and then people want to see behind the scenes, I think, I think it, it kind of encourages like a distance between, uh, like the student athletes and whatever. And they're like, uh, and and, and I think wh- whatever, I, you know, and I don't get too much into like the culture aspects of it, but whatever it is, it means that you're, you're kind of separate from the thing and that you don't just get to enjoy it right and some of that's like our own fault like as fans people like you know have the phone in their face the whole time They're like go ahead look, look at what he's doing right all up in their face all the time and so you have to be reserved you have to be a little bit more professionalized you can't just be a guy you can't just build a relationship you can't just be vulnerable um and that that kind of sucks but yeah i I think you're right like if you can just make it uh i think any, any of these traditions can just start with somebody just doing it right you just go say hey this is what we're gonna do maybe you know like that's the thing you know you're listening to it you have a group of friends you go hang out at a spot invite more people right invite one other person every time win or lose to go to another place and make it enjoyable right uh everybody does a tailgate thing i you know you don't have to do that i know that can be expensive and that can also be like a kind of a an obligation like oh, i gotta go crazy i gotta go do a mini restaurant, basically. You know what I mean, I got to go grill. We're going to come. I got to host. It's going to take 14 hours yeah, of my life. I yeah. used
1: to do that when, when the kids were little. We used to do that, get the tent and get some food and stuff, join Harry's tailgate over there. But, yeah, it just became tiresome with the kids, Yeah, having to chase them around and doing other stuff. And then by the time we get to the game, it's just like, oh, I just want to sleep <laughs> um, with, because of the beer also. Yeah, uh, but um, still just just showing up to the game you know it's cheap cheap yeah. entertainment if you've got kids there's and a sad way to say this but there's plenty of space for them to to run around in the stands uh yeah. sitting in the tail the games cost what 15 bucks per ticket yeah. um and you know it's it's easy and it's cheap yeah
0: yeah, I mean, and, and like I don't. Those are the kinds of things that uh, um, like, I don't know. Like, I take I take you. You're asking, like, why are we? Weird? I'm just a weird guy. Like I like taking my kids to sports sporting events. We went to indoor soccer, like St. Louis Ambush. Yeah, you know, we went and bought cheap tickets, and enjoyed the time there. My kids are like <laughs> speaking professional. They're professional fans now. They go and they're like, uh, hey dad, they got gear here. I'm like yeah, they got gear like can we go get some gear? <laughs> so they get the, they want the fan yeah. shop they're ready. I'm like hey, yeah. we're not we're not getting that shirt. The jersey costs $200. No thanks. We're not getting
1: it. <laughs> and yeah. and you know, there's teams out there that make it really easy, really fun to do that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, minor league baseball. You got the Rough Riders here, F, uh MLS F- FC Dallas. Um they in the Texas Legends. Anyway, my point is uh there is a formula to to make it fun for, for fans and family.
0: Yeah, I'm not a fan of encouraging other... Like I don't know. We were ta- my wife and I were talking about this. We're like, I don't... We were talking about the Cardinals right there. St. Louis Cardinals. They have like a play place there, right? So you go in and the kids can play in the play place. Like one... Why? Like i would take you... I'll, we'll go to McDonald's. You can play in that one, right? And then I gotta hose you down with disinfectant. But um like it seems like a waste cuz it costs money again even if you got like 9 dollar bleacher seats the beer costs like 15 dollars or whatever so like i don't know i can watch you, I, can, I can buy a cheap beer we can go to the park and then you'd have just as much fun and you know <laughs> I don't, I don't, it seems like a waste of money but that's it two also the games are shorter now so it's like if we go to the play place you go two spins through or whatever I just missed four innings of baseball, right? So again, wasting time. Kind of um, so I'm like, yeah, just enjoy the game. To me, the entertainment's on the field. And if your kids can't handle it, don't bring them, right? And you're like, well, you know, I thought, well, they're not watching baseball. You're not getting them into the thing. You're not getting them into football. Share with them what you like about it. So you know, I, I took the kids to uh, it was the MLS two. That's cheap because everybody loves the 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 new St Louis team. Um, the uh, what do they call the St. Louis City SC, and so the tickets are ridiculous because it's packed all the time. First season. Um, fun fact is that they have the minor league team, St. Louis City Two, and those tickets are thirteen dollars. So I was like, we're gonna go to that game. <laughs> it's the same stadium. <laughs> we're gonna go in there, and we're gonna sit front row. You know, and we did. It was a good time, and it was fun. I, it's like. I like live music. I'll watch live sports, right? Those are great. Even if it sucks. It, you're like, hey, look at minor league, whatever. You can see the quality of entertainment there. And it's a, it's a nice little afternoon. It was a good time. Um, but, yeah, I'll make my kids watch it sort of like, hey, look, this is what they're doing. Look at them pass the ball. And over time, yeah, yeah, I feel a little bit like a bully sometimes. But over time, they start asking the good questions. They're like, well, why didn't he pass to him? And I was like, well, I think that guy was going to Oh, maybe that was maybe you should have passed (laughs) it. You know? And then you always see them after that. Then they're like, Hey do we uh we have a soccer ball, right? I'm like, Yeah. You you wanna kick the ball around with me, Dad? Like, yeah, we can do that. Or basketball or whatever. Then, you know, so on and so forth. So Yeah.
1: Uh, same thing with my daughter. She's she's old enough now to to play basketball and then follow along in the game. Like my my son is just like all energy all the time, he's cheering and <laughs> cheering and cheering and cheering, cheering, no matter what's going on. The other team makes a free throw, he's like, Yeah, uh, my daughter is, is uh, you know, she's the that preteen age where she's like, I tell her, Okay, you know, because we've talked about it before, what defense are they playing? And she's like rolling her eyes,
0: <laughs> They're playing yeah.
1: zone, dad, yeah, or they're playing man, <laughs> and um, so I'm having her pay attention to, to this stuff, but but yeah, that with her, it's, it's that, is yeah, dissecting what's going on. And at first, like, you know, she was, like, whatever, annoyed. But now she's like, oh, you know, what happened there? Why Why did they – why do we want to swing it around the outside? Yeah, that kind of question. Uh, but my son's just like, I want a pretzel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: so, you know, I'll take them to, like, you know, women's basketball, men's basketball, all this other stuff. And, you know, like I said, not to, you know, be sexist or gender, or whatever, I, uh, equal opportunity, everything I can, can get to, whatever. Uh, but we were at the game, and then my daughter – my youngest one, so this is like I said, a little milestone. She's like, Do only boys play soccer? They get girls play soccer? I was like, No, they got yeah, girls soccer. Remember, I, you know? So now I gotta take her to another girls soccer team, <laughs> you yeah, know, like a soccer game. I had a, but I gotta, I, basically, it's like, a, it's a, I gotta stoke that fire. It's a little spark, right? I'm like, Okay, turn it into mm-hmm. thing, right? Um, now to be a fan, just to enjoy it also, but then, you know, like for their own interest, you know what I mean? It's the same thing, like, it's easier to see it uh, as a dude, right? You're like all oh, the NBA, uh, NFL, you know, I guess soccer too, whatever. I wasn't a big soccer fan growing up, baseball, whatever. So, uh, yeah, like all those things uh, you got to take. So, that's entertainment to me. That's, you know, I, I'm a little bit of a crazy. There's only like, I'd say there's about 4,000 people at the City 2 game. <laughs> there's not a whole lot. A lot of them were there to see the stadium. But my wife and I, we enjoyed it. Get a beer, watch the game enjoy some soccer it's a good time
1: yeah when it's small like that it's also more relaxing
0: yeah yeah i mean so um you know, I, I i can find a lot of entertainment in a lot of those things and so it's, i try to share that i try to do like let's go to north texas game let's enjoy the game like here's all the story there's a lot of storylines in football right like going into the season what why do we watch what's entertaining new coach eric morris Can he turn around a team, take him to the next level? It's a talented team that got to the championship game last year. Like you said, can can he expand the reach of North Texas football, right? It's the classic scenario. Hey, it's the perfectly positioned. Why isn't this program a monster? Well, when you get a little deeper, Denton's a quirky town, right? It's not Fort Worth. It doesn't have the same kind of thing. There's a lot of fans that live in Dallas, they live in Fort Worth, they live in Argyle, they live elsewhere, they don't live in Denton, they're not around Denton, and so it's just that much harder to get back home and to fill it up, but when it's clicking, you get 30,000 people in there easy, Uh, and it's a good time, right, so some guys have got to that point, Seth Lachell got to that point where he filled up the stadium, full credit to him, but he couldn't get him over to the next level, he couldn't win a Conference USA Championship, he couldn't win a bowl game. He couldn't. You know, would t- yeah. Yeah. Talk about that spark, right? He couldn't turn that into a flame, right? right? TCU. They turned it into a flame. Yeah, you know, they, they got to that, the fiesta bowl way back when, if they didn't do that, then, you know, all the little things that happen to get to the big 12, this, that, and the other, where they get to the, uh, uh, national championship game don't happen. It's all a long story, right? Those missed moments, okay. they have consequences, right? We had, we had attention after beating Arkansas, and that went away. We got to rebuild it again. But that maybe helped them build, a little practice facility or something. You know, mm-hmm. so that's good. It wasn't a waste. Yeah, I mean, but yeah,
1: we don't have to rehash it. But yeah,
0: that I'm gonna rehash it. It's, L- it's our podcast. We can talk about it. All right, day one. Should have left. Seth the truck came in. He grabbed himself a coffee. You kidding? All right. Anybody know channel NASCAR though? What wrestling? And by one get a wrestle before practice? <laughs> I don't know that he said this, but I like to imagine. Fake Seth Lutro. It's probably he didn't. Yeah. Uh, he's a hey, hey, Patrick, you, you want to wrestle real quick? <laughs> uh, <I got> my <laughs> <Yeah>, bad. <back. laughs> that does sound like something something he would say. <laughs> Patrick, I bet you can't beat me. <laughs> um, I bet you I can pin you. Uh, all right, man, okay. Uh, I got to go. <laughs> I got to go recruit the uh, last yeah, I can't. I can't really do any wrestling right now. I don't know what it everybody like the guy, I don't know. Um All right, so uh, you know, like this reminds me as we finish up here, like what do you think about like Deion Sanders cutting like 25 of the dudes? I mean, he told him he was going to do it and then he did it.
1: Um uh, I mean, it's his it's his philosophy if it works. Then then let him let him do it. He he made it work at Jacksonville State. I mean, I don't know if if that also happened in Jacksonville State. But um we we just have to wait and see. Trust the process. Uh, I trust Dion. It's not my team. Yeah it's it's not as big of a risk for me. Uh I wanna wa it's entertainment. I wanna watch and see how it plays out.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things. Like, whatever you do, right? Like, you're like, no, we're, we're going to throw the ball 70 times. You're like, okay. When you win, they're like, this is great. When you lose, you're like, it's probably because you throw the ball 70 times, you know? <laughs> I mean, but it, it, that's that's how it works everywhere, right? Uh, I think like even Nick Saban, you know, when when it wasn't working, right, at Miami, uh, you know, the NFL, uh, it looked stupid. <laughs> and then when he wins and works, you're like, this, this guy's a genius. Look at him yelling at his coaches. That's how you win. You embarrass them on national TV. Uh, I mean, whatever. You know, I, I think um, there's a lot of ways to do it, and uh, you know, when you, I think there's people mostly appreciate it if you do it and you get the results. But I think there's there's better ways to get results than than others. I'm not. not I just realized it making it sound like, hey, don't cut twenty five guys off a one in eleven Colorado team. No, I mean. <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> They're not good I mean, enough. It's, That's it's, it's what it is. Yeah.
1: It's probably it's, like the, not the most democratic approach. Cause again, these, these dudes are also trying to go to school. Um, but team was one of 11. What?
0: what he, 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 they honored the scholarship. They, they can't honor scholarship. So the rule. They, it. They, they can. Yeah. So the rule is like, Hey, you can cut them from the team, but you can, you have to honor their scholarship if they want to stay in school. All four years. No, they, they just did the one year, the whatever it is. Oh, okay. Or whatever, the, I think whatever their agreed upon thing was. So if it's like it's sort of like a contract. But it, uh, but if they're like, no, I want to go play football elsewhere, they're like, yeah, go ahead. Get out. <laughs> nah. uh, yeah, I I don't think you have some special right, because, I mean, there's lots of people across this great nation of ours that go to school without a scholarship, you know? So I, I don't I don't buy that. The little woe is me like, what? He's depriving them of an education they went to high school, you know? Like this is post education. This is the optional part. You don't gotta go to college. You know what I mean? You don't gotta take sociology at Colorado. You don't need it. You know, you don't absolutely need that. You can go figure something else out. Go to community college, it's all right. Go to University of Denver. They got a program there. I know that only because they came to Play North Texas a couple times. Um I mean, you know, in so yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. My my point and all that is that like it, like I don't really buy that. Like he told me to go find another place to play football. It's like yeah, because you went one and eleven. You weren't that good. Sorry, man. That's what it's what it is. <laughs> you know. Um. That's how it works. Uh, and you know, like it. That's fine. I think it's whatever. I think. I think. Yeah. I
1: it's not my team, so. <laughs> it's
0: fun. Well, it happens everywhere. So it does happen like uh, even on North Texas, right? You know, like I'm sure Eric Morris is kind of like, yep. Have you ever thought about maybe Enterprise? You know? <laughs> <laughs> so
1: I uh, yeah, I mean, it happened with Latrell too, but not to that extent, right? Not that much publicity too. Uh, yeah. It, it, it wasn't vocal about it. You just saw like, I don't know, half a dozen dudes. Guys gone. leaving, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, that, that's the part is that, like, uh, I don't know, here's here's the thing. I've worked in a lot of organizations, and some guys get cut there, too, you know? Like, uh, this guy is not working out quite how we want him, so we're going to reorganize the department, you know? This guy, you report to him, me, you report to no one. <laughs> well, what do you mean, boss? Yeah. Basically- <laughs> yeah, it's like that. We fixed the error. Anyway, that just, you know, towards the end. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're taking up your time. Uh, thanks for listening to the show, the Nation Podcast. Uh, we appreciate it. Please, uh, you know, like and subscribe or whatever. What do they say on YouTube now?
1: Uh, according to my kids, <laughs> press the subscribe button, like it, and the bell for notifications i think that's what they say
0: yeah you don't have to do any of that but um i will never tell you to comment me or you can write a comment that's what i say you yeah. know you can express your comment in written form that's what you can do i'll be very or old don't. yeah or don't keep your opinions to yourself man i don't care because
1: <laughs> opinions can be wrong
0: yeah oh i hear you wrong opinions aldo would be very angry
1: they may be your own opinions, and that's nice, but they can
0: be wrong. Yeah, your opinions live in your head, and that's where they should stay. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> down inside, and never bring it up again. Yeah, squish it down. Um, yeah, so we'll we'll put this will be on YouTube. You're watching on YouTube. They I mean, we're talking about you watching on YouTube right now. Uh, other than that, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening to the show. Go, Ming Green. Go, Ming Green.